Welcome to the Mainly Things Podcast. This is your host, Justin, alongside our good friend, Mr. Josh Booth, our first uh, repeat guest on the Mainly Things Podcast. All right. Josh, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. I guess us is just you and I. So, yeah. So Andrew is not here. Um, Andrew, actually, he and his wife, Sam, had their two little twin uh, baby boy and girl this past weekend. So they are taking care of those babies. They're still in the hospital. Um, everyone's uh, getting ready and prepared to, to come back home at some point. So so blessings and all good things, good vibes. Congratulations, Andrew, Sam, and uh, your little ones. I'll let you announce them when you come back, Andrew, and then uh, give everyone all of the, the details on that. But uh, excited to have Josh uh, here tonight. And actually, I guess I wouldn't even say here tonight. I guess we're here at your place. Yeah. So we are in Josh's home studio um, tonight, and we're going to actually be um, talking a little bit, a little bit of baseball tonight. I like this. I love smart home stuff. But I like baseball the best. Yeah, baseball's <laughs> the best. Yeah. 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 We as soon as uh we had you on that first one, I mean think we were talking about the second one already of we gotta do baseball in October. Yeah. And so here we are already October and we're gonna be talking some baseball tonight. But uh so just uh quickly a uh, little rundown, maybe what's uh new with you guys or what'd you guys do this past weekend? Anything fun? Well, yeah, we went to the last two games of the season in Pittsburgh. Very cool. Got to Very see cool. the Pirates and Reds. Um, we we actually had tickets. We were going to the last game on Sunday, and then the Pirates decided to call up our number three overall prospect, O'Neal Cruz, and we were like, uh, I, I, I told Katie, I was like, hey, we got to be home by 6.30 mm-hmm. because the game's going to be on and I have to watch it. And she's like, or we can get tickets. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and not take the kids? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So That's we did. We bought tickets. We went and we bought seats real close. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh tell me you were telling me a little bit before, but for everyone else listening, I kind of like the philosophy that the Pirates had kind of with bringing him up for these last few games. Yeah, so um you're you're a Cleveland fan. Yes. <laughs> we'll get into that. So oh, you're a Cleveland fan, which is also a small market. So we we find the uh, the importance of development, right? Cleveland's really good at developing pitchers. Mm-hmm. They can let Kluber go and all those guys go because they, they're really good at developing pitchers. And so Pittsburgh's getting into hopefully this regime in management is doing the same. And they did a really cool thing. They they talked to O'Neill Cruz at the beginning of the season. They said, these are the list of things that we want you to work on. And he came through with those things. Two games is a very small sample. But to reward a player and say, we're going to call you up to get your major league debut. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. Especially, and it was a way for them to say, we're rewarding you for doing the things that we asked you to do. And he started double A. He, he was a double right? A all year. And then, I mean, he had an injury for a while, so he missed a large chunk of games. He came back. He was still playing well. And then when the double A season ended, which it ends before triple A, 
they moved him up with a with like seven guys were all called up to AAA to get a taste of that level. And he played six games, hit five home runs, and they were like, uh, how about one more level? So he played the last two games in Pittsburgh. Started, um, He started Saturday night, got his first hit, and then Sunday got his first home run. That's awesome. And so, you know, other guys in the organization are going to see that, and they're going to say, I'm going to put in the work too. You hope, Hopefully you have a bunch of guys put in the work, and then Pittsburgh can hold on to them. And, 101 uh, losses. So, yeah, we've got a ways to go, but I think that – I think that, So, I mean, we said this the last time I was on. I do a Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. So, of course, I know – I mean, all these players are no strangers to me. We've right. been very excited about this. But there's a list of them. And so, hopefully, in a couple of years, we can – you know, it's October now. So, hopefully, we can be talking about the relevance of the Pirates again. Yeah, hopefully someday. Who knows? Maybe I mean, once again this year I probably I've listened to your podcast more than I've watched Indians games this year. <laughs> and so so I've probably uh who knows? I, I may end up knowing more about the Pirates than than I will the uh Go ahead. the first step is saying it. The uh Guardians. <laughs> This next year, <laughs> well, so you're going to probably just, just be converted to a Pirates. Fan. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a good chance that that there's a chance that may happen. Well, I don't listen, know if it's good or not? Listen, the Pirates will will steal your fandom. So I mean, pir- Pirates. So we were talking about like analogies here, about like how I feel about just real quick. We'll get this off. Yeah. So how I feel about. The name change. So, you know, Josh brought it up. He's like, would you, you would still be upset no matter what the name was. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're right. I would. I would. But the Guardians to me, like I know some people are on board, whatever. Good for you. I'm happy for you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not on board with it. And, uh, you know, I know it's it's got to change, whatever. That's that's fine. I'm I'm past that point. It's you're past the point of you understand that they're doing what they need to do as far as changing the name. Yep. Yep. I'm past that. Okay. I'm past it. I don't like it, but I'm past it. Yeah. 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 Whether you agree with it or not. Right. I'm past it. Yeah. But the guardians. So here's my analogy. So tonight before I came here, (laughs) before I came here, my sons, I've Jet, Jace, Jones. Jace is kind of in this adventure of we wish he would be potty trained. He's smart enough. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> it's rather frustrating that he chooses not to use the potty other than like right before bath and early in the morning. That's it. Any other time? No. The, like the other day I caught him, leaned over on the coffee table, you know, head laying down on the table, and I'm my back's turned. And I hear, and I think it's I think it's the baby. And I turn around, and Jace is like leaned over on the coffee table, sprawled out. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Are you pooping?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I'm like, "Why? You? Could, I'm right here. Just tell me. You can go to the bathroom." So tonight, Jace just leaves the kitchen. So my wife and I, Clarissa, my wife Clarissa. And 
and we're cleaning up dinner and you know, Jace leaves. I'm not thinking anything of it or whatever. So Clarissa asks, she's like, what's Jace doing in the bathroom? And, uh, Jet goes in to see and Jet comes out like a minute or two later. And he's like, Jay's pooped on the floor. Oh, no. I'm like, what? No, like, but Jet's one that, like, you just kind of take what he says as the gospel because he's going to, like, get straight. He's just going <laughs> to shoot you straight. So I'm like, oh, no. So I go in. I'm just like, hold up. Hold up. There's a, a log on the floor. And then there's, like, two, like, runny, <laughs> like, plops. I, I don't even know how to, like, cow patty looking, like, runny plops on the floor. Mm. So the name change, the name change is, like, the turd. <laughs> okay? Okay. <laughs> it's like the turd that I walked in on. And then the Guardians... Or like that runny plop. Oh my like <laughs> that additional thing to just make it worse. You know, a little bit on the on the rug, uh, in front of the sink. Yeah. The rest is on all on the floors. It wasn't a horrible cleanup, but it's just like, dude, come on. But that's exactly tonight when you were like, You wouldn't like the the name change, but the guardians, you know, we were talking about that and I was like, I have the perfect analogy. That's it. That's it's it. It's a turd no matter what because of the name change. And then the Guardians are like the little runny poop plops that my son Jace pooped on the floor tonight. That's what it is. See, and I'm on the outside looking in. I right? got to clean it up. Yeah. I'm on the outside looking in. So it's hard. And then, you know, I've had some Indians fans say, well, just wait. They're going to make the Pirates change their name too. And I'm like, well, I mean... <laughs> How far, we don't need to get into that, but how like, how far down this rabbit hole are we going to go? I don't know. I don't know. How far can we just make everyone animals or is that a problem too? No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a conversation for another time. Yeah. Maybe an offline. Maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> not aired. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I so it would be hard. It would be hard. Just, just speaking of fandom, all the, all the, uh, like the actual issue aside. Yeah, it would be hard to just be a fan of something and have it change. You know what I mean? So I I get it. Yeah. It's different. I'm not like I said. I probably will. I probably won't follow closely next year. Some of it's probably because of the stage of life I'm in and just the craziness of, yeah. of life um, and other it's hobbies. It's hard to sit down and watch know? a game, yeah. It is, it is. So I'll probably be a, you know, check in, see, watch a few games here and there. Um, I'll probably end up being a bandwagon guy. Should they be great? I don't foresee it. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. We'll see. Yeah, no, they're a good team. They had a lot of injuries this year. Yeah, but, you know, part of me, like, I kind of wish, as we're talking baseball tonight, like, not a part of me, all of me would have loved this year with the name changing and everything to have at least a postseason appearance and, you know, maybe get that wild card or 
you know, just something, something to get in, have a postseason appearance, and, and have a good showing to end the age of the Indians. Or win more games than you lose. Even or yeah, <laughs> we'll take. <laughs> I guess, I guess I shouldn't be too picky, right? It could it could be worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. You could be the Reds or uh, the Reds. Yeah, <laughs> you could be the Reds sitting in a wild card spot and then going eleven and fifteen in September. That's for you, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew <laughs> did tell Justin that we had to talk Reds. Yeah, we needed so, to talk the Reds. There's, <laughs> Josh and I are sitting and talking and saying, like, let what me, good can we say? Okay, here's what I'll say. They have good they, – they had a good season. They scored a lot of runs. Winker being hurt hurt them. He had a great year. It would have been better had they been able to keep Jesse Winker. I think maybe that would have been the, the one that would have put them over the edge. The problem is, is that St. Louis won 17 games in a row. So it was going to be hard for them, even if they didn't lose three series to the Pirates at the end of the year. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah. But you can't lose to the Pirates. To be fair, the Pirates did play over 500 in the last month. I can look that up, but they did. Um, where the Reds were 11 and 15 in September and lost, you know, two of three of the last series. They, they kind of kicked it. Usually, when something like that happens, it tends to look bad on the manager. The manager who, if you'd ask me, probably not the right guy for the job to begin with. Yeah. And what did Cincinnati do right in the middle of the collapse? Signed him to a two-year extension. There you go. Insult to injury. There you go, Andrew. Andrew, here's what I can guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee that your manager will get your uh, will put your players at risk because he likes to fight. <laughs> this is exactly what he was hoping for. <laughs> I'm sure. He- I mean, David Bell, the the manager of the Reds, uh, two years ago, so 2019, walked up to the Pirates manager who had just had a hip replacement and is well into his 70s and pushed him into a dugout. <laughs> railing <laughs> a manager hey, don't go easy on anyone <laughs> jeez but david bell and all of his family played in cincinnati grew up in cincinnati went to the molar high school in cincinnati so though you you do have that they they keep uh the reds like to keep their own guys yeah yeah it's a if you some, like that kind of thing tradition down there yep if There's you like tradition. that kind of thing, his dad played there, his grandpa played there. Yeah. He I think he played there. I don't remember. But I anyway. Don't know. I don't know. Either way, if you if you like that sort of thing, that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool thing. So Yeah. So could have had Barry Larkin, who also went to the same high school, but Yeah. I've I mean I probably would have just went for Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Either way, hey, uh the Reds are okay. All they need now is to keep Castellanos from opting out and you know, see if Ageless Wonder Joey Votto can hit 36 home runs again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how, how he ends up faring, and we'll see how the Reds do. We'll see how the uh, Guardians do next year. That's right. So we'll just go ahead. Uh, I guess one thing I want to throw out there is that 
I did end up attempting to record a podcast this past weekend uh, with uh, some friends, Josh and Nick. Um, We actually had my wife's uh, friend group from college, got together, um, had a cool uh, friend get together, hang out, eat some food, play some games, and we decided to record a podcast and the audio quality was horrendous. So I'm going to attempt to salvage what was a pretty cool contented, content, contented, whatever the correct grammar is there, um, podcast and get that out eventually because uh, I really appreciated them coming on, Nick and Josh. And uh, they did an awesome job. And I think it was a cool podcast and one that we want to get out. So I'm going to attempt when that time comes that it does come out. Uh, be aware that the audio quality will stink, um, <laughs> but you know, just listen to, listen to the content in that one. So, all right, let's uh, just go ahead and jump into our manly things topic of the night: uh, October baseball. Mm. There's just something about October baseball that it's different from it's different from any other sport, really. And in my opinion, yeah, and and you know, you know, you come to October, you come to the postseason in baseball. To me, it's different than even like uh, the NFL playoffs. I love. I'm 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 probably more of a football fan myself. Josh is hands down baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down. There's not even a second. No. Is there a second? No. Do you even have a second? Uh, no. Like a second sport? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like football. I like okay college I mean, and NFL, but, like, no, no, no. it's I pretty mean, far away. Like yeah, that's, yeah that's it's pretty far away. There's no close second. No. No. So, so to me, in, in the way that it's different is that with football, you kind of – it starts out kind of warm, you know, just the weather in and of itself. And then, you know, you get the whole second – half of the season the weather's pretty much all the same it's all cold mm-hmm. you know what i mean and with baseball it's just like it's you're entering into an entire different realm of the year i guess and because of that i love fall so i'm a fall person anyway mm. so playing baseball in the fall I can't even describe it. I'm doing a horrible job of describing what I, the feeling I get of watching baseball in the fall. So you think that it's more to do with you? Probably And not so. the game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would, say, people... I would say there's a big difference in the way that the game is played as well. Yeah. Because... Um, and I mentioned this on the on our last episode is I'm gonna I always miss regular season baseball. I miss the Sunday afternoon games, which feel when you're watching them as a fan, they feel way less important. Yeah, every game obviously is important. Uh, this year, game one sixty two, yeah, which is how many games? Game one sixty two was on the edge of your seat. There was a possibility of a four way tie to get into two spots. Yep. Which yep. did not happen, um, but it was the teams had to lose and win, and I mean it came down to the final game. Yeah, and 
and that was a that was a situation in two different things. The division winner in the NL West with the Giants and the and the Dodgers too came down to the last day of the season. And that game's fun. So, but that game in on August, 1st just some or random June Sunday 2nd. afternoon that just is like a great weather, and you you do you you watch the game, and let's even say you go to the game, and it's a great win or lose. You have a great time. Yeah. And it's and there's just something about that like relaxing afternoon baseball that is it's just relaxing. Doesn't matter who wins, who loses, what happens. Sure, every once in a while something incredible happens. Usually the crappy stuff is like ah that game got bad. It, they yeah. were killing them, so I turned it off. But it's like there's just something about we it. We left in the and at the end of the eighth inning. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't leave till the game's over. Don't do it. The Pirates were getting crushed on Sunday. And in the bottom of the ninth, the young O'Neill Cruz hit his first major league home run. There you go. And I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I mean, it was our 101st loss, loss, so big deal. But, like, so, of course, I didn't care that they lost. What's what's another one? Right. But that made the whole day worth it to see a kid's first home run. You know what I mean? That's amazing. But, but no, it's – it's just the idea that once you get to October baseball, once you get to playoff baseball, especially tonight and tomorrow night, uh, because it's one game. Baseball was not built for one game. Yeah. So these wild card games that are one and done are unbelievable. Yep. How much is hanging on that one game is is crazy. And as a Pirates fan who went to three straight of these one games and only won one of them, it's both really cool and also really bad. Yeah. Because you could just lose. You know, I, I still say that the two games that we did lose, the two wildcard games, the team that beat us went on to win the World Series. And we're like, that could have been us. So the thing the thing is here then, like, obviously all the games matter. It doesn't feel like they all matter. Right. But these all matter. Yeah, because now Every you're going, yeah, matters. you don't get to play Monday if you lose, you know. And you're getting hype like they all matter. Yeah, and it's also like you play 162 games. So in that amount of games, you're pretty much sure you're getting the 10 best teams. Right. Right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it worked its way through. Football, you can get a team that maybe got hot or maybe struggled early and just missed, and you might say, nah, they're actually better than that team, but the record, they didn't have enough time to overcome that. That's where like strength of schedule plays very heavily in football. Baseball, I mean, you're playing so many games. That's right. You know, I guess it can matter towards the end of the season, but if you didn't do your work at the beginning, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously there are still things that happen. Yeah. You know, Cleveland had the injuries that that hurt them yeah. this year, but but they still would be injured. So right. over the course of all summer, you're looking at the best teams right now. Yeah, and so that's what makes this so exciting too is the that you the quality of play right now, and these guys are the best of the best. They all come through right when it matters, and. Obviously, it's impossible because you got pitchers who are doing that and hitters. But yeah, I mean, it's just so we have the game on right now. Yeah, so we're watching right. We're now. watching right. Boston's winning three nothing, which is Bo- nuts. Bottom uh, of the fourth, had a big two run shot, 
And and that's just like watching this game and watching the crowd. Like, yeah. It's completely different. Like, I mean, everyone's just erupting. Yeah. When they hit that two-run shot, I mean, that place is just electric. You can feel the energy. Not very often can you feel the energy through a TV. Yeah. You Cameras know what I mean? are shaking. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can feel the energy, and you get excited. You get that pump in your chest. And that's why, you know, in my opinion, like October baseball is some of the best sports to watch, period. Yeah. In my opinion. Now, so football, they sell it every week. Yeah. Your team gets eight games at home. Yeah. In baseball, you get 81. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel like, oh, I have to be there every game. You know what I mean? So you don't sell out unless it's like a specific weekend. You know what I mean? Now, places like New York and, and you know, Boston are probably selling out every week. Yeah. Or every, every night. Maybe just the Angels about, you know what I mean? You got a guy like Shohei. No, they're not. I mean, they're not good enough to. Yeah. And they're, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like L.A. Every night he in pitches. L.A. I would, I would go watch every game he pitched if I could. Yeah. Watch him pitch and hit in the yeah, American that's League. Crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's what awesome. he's been able to do is is pretty. Shohei Otani is, uh, for those that don't know, he pitches oh, yeah. and hits. Which is, I mean, it's unheard of since, really, you could say, like, to, to do it at that level, it hasn't been done other than Babe Ruth. Babe but Babe Ruth. Ruth didn't do it at the same time. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, that was outside of the realm of possibility Yeah. It, during those times, right? And up until now, we've all felt that was outside the realm of possibility. And the game's not the same. I like the memes where they're like, they took Shohei Otani off the mound and he went and played right field. How amazing. And then, like, the people who meme it and say, I did that when I was 11, dude. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Yeah, do it at this level. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do it in the major leagues. Yeah, that's completely different. It's hilarious, though. But, no, yeah. I mean, he hit over 40 home runs. And, uh, I mean, he wasn't – he was a great pitcher, too. Yeah, he was was really – yes. So yeah, you could say to be he was great. He yeah, was great to be around. that effective on both sides, and this is the first year he's been able to put it together and do it at this level, and it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. I'm a doubter. Yeah. I I was one that said it won't work. He'll do one or the other. Yeah, but eh. I was uh, I was Raised intrigued. My hand. I was intrigued. I uh, definitely uh, sat and watched the home run derby this year. I mean, he yeah, didn't, that he was didn't, awesome. He didn't do what I was hoping to see, but it was, uh, it was definitely cool. It's definitely cool to see. Yeah. Um, but so let's just go ahead and look into, okay. So let's briefly talk a little bit. So people do understand and like how crazy this was potentially the game that we're watching right now, there were four teams that were in the race for this game. Yeah. And we don't have to go into super, super grave detail, but I mean, there's definitely some interesting things that, that could have played out. And it was, you know, without skipping the details of what teams could have won, could have won, could have lost. Like, there were potentially four teams going for two wild card spots. Yeah. And um, so the way that uh, that played out would be these four teams, two of them would have had to play each other. And then the winner of the ga- those games... Well, if it was Each four teams, I think they would have just like 
A, B, C, and, and D, two, and yep. they would have done and two and two, two and the winners. winners yeah. The two winners. Yeah. What would have been crazy was but they got the, to pick who they got to play. Yes. Like it was like based this weird, on record, based yeah. on record against those teams. Yeah. So that that was kind of a crazy thing. The other crazy thing was let's say uh, one of the teams went ahead and took took one wild card position. Then there were three other teams that were fighting, competing for that one more spot. Yeah, that one was a little bit crazy. Yeah. Because then it would have been two teams play, and then the winner of that game would then host the third team. Yep, yep. And so potentially you would have had a game Monday and a game tonight, and so they wouldn't be playing this game tonight. They would have had to push it to tomorrow. So you could have had finish in one city, go to another city to play the first game, then to another city to play the the next game, and then another city – to be so four days, four different cities, four straight games. I mean, it's yeah. almost like I'm impossible. I'm I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost impossible to do. And if they could have come out of that and won all four games, that would have been unreal. Yeah, yeah. But that's but that's not what happened. No. Nope. Uh, the correct number of teams won. The correct number of teams lost. And we're watching Boston and the Yankees. Of course. Uh, play each other for this wild card game. Who, okay, I guess we can't really say now. I mean, I guess you still can. You can. Of who do you think is going to win this game? I mean, it's only the fourth inning. Right. It's 3 nothing Boston. They ended the season with identical records. So. Who are you picking for this <sighs> game right now? I mean, it's hard because you know because we know there's a three I three want, nothing lead. I, I before this game started, I t- I told you the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I thought the Yankees too. Now watching this game, I'm pretty sold on Boston. Yeah, I'm bought into the crowd. It's at Boston. Well, the, because the thing was the starting pitching on both sides favored the Yankees, mm-hmm. and Garrett Cole, the highest paid pitcher in the game, gave up the three runs. Yeah. So yeah. now he's out of the game. They're into their bullpen now and the and the Red Sox starters still going. So it looks like, you know, the Red Sox are cruising. There's a lot of power on the Yankees side. This game yeah. could flip in any uh, moment. You're right, you're right, you're right. So Definitely I hear I, I will I will take a pass because this game's already in it because I already if we're going, we're going through our predictions, right? Yep. Yep. Let's go. Okay. Ahead. I think whoever wins this game has a really good shot of going to the World Series. Okay. No so, matter which team wins, I see them beating Tampa in the next round. So that's right. The next round would be Tampa Bay and whoever wins this game. And I have to agree that whoever wins this game will beat Tampa. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. So and, then, and for re- and for uh, for context, Tampa Bay was in the World Series last year. So, and they're the number one seed. They had the best record. They won 90, uh, they won 100 games. In the AL. In the AL, they won 100 games. And so the next two teams that will be playing each other in that first, first round would be the White Sox and the Astros. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I don't really like either one of those teams. Yeah, well, I, because I you're you're a Cleveland fan, right, so the so, White Sox are your division. 
and I do not like them. No, you I, can't. I never have, never will. Yeah. Um, and My, then I like them because they. Uh, this is awful for an actual baseball fan to say, but if I was creating my team, they would wear black and white. Okay. Because I do everything in black and white, right? You know what I mean? All right. It's better. So I, I like that, but I also hate a pinstripe. So. Oh, they're all about them pinstripes. They're all about the pinstripes. I, I guess uh, I guess I kind of feel a little bit bad for them because you're in Chicago. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And you're not like, the best team. I feel like everyone, I obviously not. Obviously, there's a lot of White Sox fans, but I feel like if you're in downtown Chicago, like. Yeah, you got north everyone, side, south side going yeah, on. Yeah. Well, Chicago, I, I've seen the Bears play a couple games this year. I think everybody in Chicago is pulling for the White Sox right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. But uh, I'm picking Houston to win that game. That series? That series, yeah. They, oh, uh, wow, Justin, you're really into baseball, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> they're um, man, they're the better oh, team. No, never mind. No, it's a flyout. They're the better team, but I don't know. I don't know. The White Sox, they have some. They have some power. I, I think. I think I'm picking Houston too because I just think they have the experience. I think Houston moves on, but I, but whoever wins this game and then goes up against the Rays in Tampa Bay. I think whoever wins that series is still moving. I think it's moving on. Okay. The AL East is the best division in baseball. They had four teams out of, like, there's there's five teams in each division. The AL East had four teams win 90 games. Yeah. The, the, the Rays won 100, Red Sox-Yankees won 92, and the Blue Jays won 90. And then the Orioles lost 110. So, I mean, but, but of course you did because you were up against those four teams all year. Yeah. So I just think they've been playing the, the, I mean, you play each team in your division like 19 times. So, I mean, they've played a lot of games against really good teams. They're built for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that too. So whoever wins this game right now, we'll say, uh, I don't know. You can't even say. Uh, it's not even worth saying, is it? So, but I'll do it. In, I'll do it anyway. Boston. Boston's going to go to the World Series in our pick. Yeah. Uh, and I'll still say it's going to come out of that. It's whoever wins White Sox Astros, that's all yep. the further they go, in my opinion. Okay. By the way, predictions never work out. I didn't even have the Giants in the postseason before the season started, and they, they won 107 games. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh predi- you're right, predictions don't work out. Yeah. I today tonight I was predicting it was going to be a super easy laid back night. Uh bath time would go smoothly and I I ended up cleaning <laughs> poop off the floor. So so predictions do not work out. No. So let's move over to the National League side. The better side. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. The two best <laughs> records in baseball. Came um, out of the same division. Came out of the same division. So the second best record in baseball is in the wild card game. They get a chance to go one and done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how crappy is that? That's really crappy. It's pretty unfair. We got to come up with a better system. I think. So we can do I it. I read an article today because I am definitely on the we got to come up with a better system, especially as a Pirates fan. Back in 2015, the Pirates won 98 games. They were the second best team in all of baseball. 
uh, I think the the best team in the national or the American League, one ninety seven. So we had to play a one game playoff against the Chicago Cubs, who had Jake Arrieta on this otherworldly run of being just this incredibly dominant pitcher, and he came in and shut us down in one game. And then they went all you know they went on yeah. to yeah. to win it, but because of him. And I'm like, dude, we won 98 games, and we have to play in this game. And there was a team, I think the Mets, I don't even, I think they won maybe 90 games, maybe nine, you know what I mean, maybe. Right. So I'm like, we were ahead of them. It just doesn't seem fair. This year, it's even worse. The Dodgers win 106 games, and the Braves, who automatically get a series, won 88. Yeah. 18 games better. And you're because you won your division, you get the series. And I, I get it. So this article I read today said, sure, it sucks and it's not fair, but that's what makes it dramatic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he made the point that you figure out who the best team is by playing 162 games. Yeah. The playoffs is not to figure out who the best team is, which I've said that for a long time. The best team does not always win the World Series. As a matter of fact, it's kind of rare. Who's hot? It's whoever's hot. Who's hot? Yeah. And was which good enough fun. to get in. You yeah. know what I mean? Which makes but it's it fun. Who, yeah, it's whoever's hot, which right now happens to be the Cardinals, and they're going up against the yeah, Dodgers. You said they won 17 straight. 17 in straight. The season and almost. They, they, there was a couple losses at the end there, but they, they already had their spot locked up. So And so they are playing the Dodgers. I, I still. Who do you have? I still got to go Dodgers. I'm going to pick the Dodgers, too. I mean, they've been just a, such a consistent team for, like, the last four years. What, three of the last four years they've been in the World Series? Yeah. Right? And they won it they last won year, it. which they a lot of people year. say is a cheap win because it was the shortened season for COVID and everything. I've heard some people say that it's actually, like, people people say that one doesn't count. But I've heard some other, uh, I've heard some other takes where they've said that they think it's even... Uh, like they think it's even that you earned it even more because of all that all those teams had to go through. Yeah, that yeah. it was just a crazy year, and they think kudos to whoever wins this one because this was a really awful. This season. one was crappy. I mean, yeah. I can I can see both arguments. Yeah, I wouldn't pick a side on that. No, personally. I think I think you played the games. Somebody was a war. They were all they all played the same season. Yeah, so it's not like. The Dodgers only had to play sixty games, and everybody else had to play more. Like that's not the case, right? I would, uh, but I'll I'll pick the Dodgers in that game too. So the winner of that game plays the best record in baseball. Yeah, San Francisco San Giants. Francisco Giants. Who are you taking there? Well, I'm gonna pick the Dodgers to win the wild card game, and then I'll pick the Dodgers to beat the Giants. You know what? I'm gonna ride this Dodgers train too because yeah. I think. Uh, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know why I want to root for the Dodgers. Uh, can I tell you a story about the Dodgers? Yeah. Because I'm a small market guy. I'm, I'm Pittsburgh, small market. I don't, you know, the evil Yankees with all their money. Well, the Dodgers have a lot of money too. Yeah. And uh, they, they don't, they don't go out and sign every free agent. They're not like that. Now they'll make trades like they did this year mm-hmm. because they have the money to make those trades and to take on those salaries. But they also use their money 
to lock up their guys like Clayton Kershaw, who was their guy. They drafted him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but when uh, before we moved to Mount Vernon, we moved to Indiana. I got MLB TV so we could watch the Pirates. We did not have any money. We It was right after we got married, the summer after we got married. No money. So we got MLB TV for 120 bucks for the summer. So that was what we had. Right. We didn't have any other TV, <laughs> right? So when the Pirate game would end, and I was not waking up for work in the morning, the job that I had was sporadic. Didn't have to wake up in the morning, basically. So when the Pirate game would end, I would watch West Coast baseball because that's all I could watch. Right. And we watched the Dodgers because of Vin Scully, the legendary yeah. broadcaster, yeah. was still calling games then. And we just happened to... We just happened to like the Dodgers. You became after. a we, closet Dodgers We watched fan. them all summer. You know what I mean? And so we, we just yeah, we tend to to favor the Dodgers a little bit because we spent a whole summer watching Dodger baseball. Yeah, and that makes sense. And I don't really have any reasons for wanting them to win, other than uh, I don't know. I kind of think they got gypped a little bit with having the Astros. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean just even this year of, you know, you're you're the wild card. Oh, game. winning 106 yeah, winning, and get yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like you get gypped a little bit like I I kind of yeah. I think I think that'd be cool. They were on the losing end of the the Astros cheating too. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So absolutely. they they could have won a ring that year. Yep, yep. So the next game down there um the Braves and the Brewers. Yep. Braves and Brewers. Now, I tend to dislike the Brewers because they're my division, just like you and the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who is an Atlanta Braves fan, and so, like, I've always <laughs> wanted to, like, root for the Braves. Uh, always back in the day. So my favorite video game growing up was MLB 98. Ooh. And uh, MLB 98, I always played Home Run Derby. And I always played home run derby at Coors Field. Of course. And I was always Andre Scalaraga. Because with, with the Braves? Yes. Okay, because he also played with Colorado. It was with the Braves. <laughs> it was with the Braves. Yeah. And uh, the reason why is because he always he was like the biggest player on the game. Yeah. And he had like the longest bat. And I always thought like even at my even at that age, my mind was thinking leverage. Like he's got this <laughs> long bat. Like he's going to hit the most home runs. That's Him hilarious. and then uh, the, my other favorite player to play home run derby with, I think, was Mo Vaughn. Mm, he's big. Uh, yeah, I think I think Mo Vaughn. Ninety eight, and you weren't playing with Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, we definitely played with Ken okay, Griffey. Okay, too, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Ken Griffey. I'm trying to think of who else. Who else we'd pick? I mean, I I was like I said, my it was my next door neighbor was the Braves fan, so we would, uh, you know, I'd be you know Chipper Jones, yeah, Andrew yeah. Jones, play play those games. I forget. Uh, they was were so Javi, good through the nineties. Javi Lopez, Javi Lopez, their catcher. Yeah, he was their catcher. catcher. Yeah, I I can't even remember every everyone. That was a long time ago. I'm surprised I even remember that. But Vince so, Vince Scully was the announcer for. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So it was great. Um, so Jake, my brother Jake, yes, his all his wife's family are all Braves fans. Okay, 
So so he's he's definitely pulling. For the Braves. Yeah. yeah, he definitely pulls for the Braves. We had to get to the postseason before he could do that, though, because the Braves in the '90s, when the Pirates were good last, uh, before their run, you know, in, in uh, 13 through 15, yeah, um, they they were the ones that always knocked us out, right? You know, because they were, I think they were technically considered in in the West. Oh wow! Right, and they always went up in the championship against the Pirates. Sid Bream, a guy who used to play for the Pirates, scored the winning run, and it. It was like this backstab. We hated the Braves back then. But anyway, that's all pretty much gone now. The Braves do have Jock Peterson, who's one of the guys that we really liked when we were watching the Dodgers. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, So, I'm going, though. I'm going to go the Brewers. I just don't think the Braves are – they're just not as good as the rest of these teams. Yeah. And the Brewers have some really good pitching this year. uh, And – they, they, you know, they've got a good lineup too. They score a lot of runs. I got to go Brewers. So for you, Brewers and Dodgers, who's that? It's going to be the Dodgers. They're going to be back. Well, that's it's going to be Dodgers, Yankees. It's going to be New York versus LA. I'm pulling Dodgers, Braves, but it's not uh, going to be Yankees because be... we're just saying the Yankees are going <laughs> to lose. <laughs> it's going to be Dodgers and Bo Sox. Yeah, it could be. That Very would well. still be interesting. Yeah. I mean, two mega, you know what I mean? I, I I like seeing teams like Tampa Bay get in because of the small market, but there's no small market. I guess if the Brewers and the Rays could make it, that would be big for small market teams because the Brewers are not huge. Like, they're not big market. Yeah, but I, don't, I just don't see that happening. Looking at this, uh, I've been staring at this postseason 2021 picture for the last uh, hour, and... Um, Longer than our like. So who's your world champ? I'm gonna go Dodgers. Yeah, I'm gonna go Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodgers it would, I guess, champs. because they just won it last year. It would be interesting to see a different team. It would be cool to see like a White Sox Giants World Series. I think that would be cool, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think this is what I like about October baseball though. Is you can spin it and you could say, like, when it gets to that point, it's gonna be interesting no matter what. Because they're all going to have to go through a run to yeah. get there. Yeah, and it's yeah. It, that makes it it makes it interesting. Well, I think uh, either way, you know, I think, and and the really reason we want to talk October baseball is I think uh, you've made a statement. I forget where we were. No, it was it, in. It was yeah. It was the last podcast we were talking about it, but I brought it up again. Uh, I've used that quote your quote i don't know how many times uh because we went and watched a clippers game a few like a month ago two months ago whatever yeah and i used the quote it's like you get in you get out of this game like what you put into it yeah and october baseball is the time to get into watching baseball yeah like it's get very invested exciting. uh get hyped get excited about things and it is a blast to watch the a lot of the guys that do the games will do a good job of painting a picture of what they've gone through in the season and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah. even if you don't know what's happened, you can pick pretty much pick up on what's going on. But if if they're not, I mean, this is 2021, man. Just start looking players up on your phone when you see them, and you'll just find out interesting things about them. Baseball, everybody writes about everything that happens. Yeah, and so there's a bunch of stories out there. 
Uh, but that's funny. I do believe that you get in what you what you uh, put into this game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the only game I believe that if you dig into it and you pay attention to it, it's the only game that actually gives back. And I, I can't explain it, so I, I won't try to. But I challenge anyone listening to to pay attention and to dig into baseball, and it'll it'll become interesting as this game just did because New York just hit a homer. Oh, boy. Anthony yeah. Rizzo, there's a Chicago guy right there. Yep. One uh, shot. Solo shot. Yeah, but there's a lot of different personalities too. So you find guys you don't like. You find guys you like. You find stories you like. Anthony Rizzo is a good story. Dude went through cancer. Yeah. Here he is hitting a home run for the Yankees, and he's been a Cub and it uh, all kinds of stuff. Was drafted by the Red Sox. Yeah. Whoa. You know what I mean? That's nuts. Yep. And he, here he is playing against the Red. Yeah, that's lots cool. of good stories. There's here. all there's all kinds of stuff, but I I do believe that. But it's funny that you've used that because I use a quote from Clarissa all the time, <laughs> all the time. You do you know what this quote is? I think I've told you this before. I <laughs> there's a lot of quotes that are coming to my mind. We were talking one time and, and she told us, to. she told us you were complaining because she likes to keep you up late on Thursday night at the time. That's what she said. And she would tell you because <laughs> you said, I got to go to work tomorrow. She, and she said, she tell you told me, she tells you every oh, yeah. Thursday, yeah. you can do anything for one day. Yeah. You have no idea how much I use that. You can do anything for one day. That is a quote that she uses a lot. <laughs> yeah, you can do anything for one day. I she changed my life that day. <laughs> Justin, what are you doing? Justin, what are you doing? That's the quote. No, just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let's uh, quickly, we'll move in. This has been a longer one. We'll move into a 6-5. I want to throw something out. Uh, here quick and if you want to have some feedback on it uh, you can tell me what you think and so this past weekend uh, we went and visited some friends and uh, we ended up going to their church down in uh, Blue Ash Ohio and uh, I believe the church is called All Church and the pastor's name I do not remember but I can definitely tell you um, he did a great job <laughs> and <laughs> And I'm pretty much just stealing what his sermon was over because it never in the history of the world has there been a more a appropriate and accurate time to give the sermon series he's been giving the last few weeks. And it is called Unoffended. Mm. How can you be unoffended? And, uh, you know, talked uh, a lot and, and gave a gave the story of David, you know, before he's the king and how he's, uh, you know, protected uh, this uh, rich guy, Nabal, and his, uh, this Nabal guy was kind of rude to David and David goes back to uh, pretty much kill him, <laughs> you know, retaliate. Uh, he was offended in how Nabal, you know, treated him. And then in comes Abigail, Nabal's wife, and she, like, steps in and, like, you know, settles everyone down. And David ends up, you know, like, thanking thanking her for, like, you know, for stopping me from, you know, creating this act. And, you know, God uh, pretty much gave Nabal a chance and, 
he still didn't get it and he was struck dead, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and David, you know, ends up marrying Abigail. Um, And so there's, there's a whole story there. Uh, It's a cool story to check out, but you know, the, the whole thought of, you know, we always, we know the golden rule. Many people know the golden rule, whether you go to church or whether you don't, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, uh, you know, he made the comment, you know, often we think of more like what they call the iron rule of do unto others as they do to yeah. you. And um, it's just like a natural instinct to to get offended and to want to give back what you what you just received, whether it be positive or negative or or maybe you you receive it and then you that negativity comes out on someone else. Um, and. And, uh, you know, really taking, taking back that thought of like, how, how am I going to react, uh, if someone says something that is offending, you know, it's not about us anyway. So that's, that's one thing. And the second thing is, you know, the, the real thing, if we want to be like Jesus, um, which is the goal, you know, be more like Jesus, um, not only should we do unto others as we would have them do unto, unto you, we should give grace to others that they don't deserve um, or, or you know, in our eyes or what we say, you know, what we would deem as people don't deserve that, but we should do it anyway. Um, so, and that's, you know, that's what grace is. That's what God did for us. So, so that's kind of like my overlying thing. And that's kind of, thought like never in history has it been more accurate of a sermon to be unoffended because that's I feel like that's the name of the game everyone wants to get offended about everything these days and then uh you know it doesn't matter are you a vaxxer anti-vaxxer are you are you a republican or a democrat are you whatever it is you know we let those things offend us when like that's not what it's about that's not going to whatever you choose does not get you into heaven so so i don't know i just thought that whole thing was just something that hit me like i need to do a better job of not getting offended you know even like within the house of you know you know you live with someone you get agitated with each other sometimes. You get offended about something stupid, and then you, you know, you pick back. You know, just little dumb stuff, and it's like eh, that's stupid, Justin. Like, or how many times do you say something with the intent to inf- to offend? <laughs> if I say this, I know it'll. Get I know it. I'm going to get a rise. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Everyone's been there, right? I'm. I do it. I know my wife does it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I, that's a joke. That's a joke. I I'm just serious. No, I'm kidding. Oh, here we go. Home run, home run. Nope. nope. Off the off the green monster. Sorry, th- this is what happened. Yeah, this is what happens. He, no, threw him out. he threw him out at the plate. Ooh, it was about to be a one run game. Wow. He threw him out. Wow. So anyway, that's uh that's kind of our six five segment. Um, Josh, do you have anything you want to respond to or anything you want to say regarding being unoffended? Don't, don't be offended. Don't be offended. I try to not be offended. Yeah, it's hard. I, I, it's it hard is hard. Uh, yeah, the grace thing is 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 really cool. Uh, you always try to think of 
where somebody else is when they make comments. Yeah. And if they are somebody who's intending to offend you. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to do easier to say hard to do. Yep. Absolutely. But, uh, you said about grace and if you're, if you're giving grace to the one who's offending you, not just the next person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, that's what Jesus taught. And he, you know, he never said it would be easy. Yeah. I, I bet you we'd be a whole lot less stressed. I bet you there'd be a whole lot less turmoil, a whole lot less yeah. stress if we would. But it, it is a hard thing to do, that's for sure, 100%. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, you know, forgive, for, understanding forgiveness versus, like, and turn the other cheek. And are they different or are they the same? Because you could say, well, I just won't talk to that person anymore. Right, right. <laughs> you know, that's... It's interesting, but it is, it's tough. Yeah. So folks, that's a six, five segment for the night. That's our podcast for the night. You can check us out on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, remember to 